Welcome to Change Oracle, a science-based podcast that addresses some of the world's most pressing environmental issues. I'm your host, Richard Matthews. We did not get an agreement to phase out fossil fuels at COP28, but we did get a deal that calls for a phase-down this decade. It was a hard-fought battle that saw two competing perspectives go head-to-head. On the one side, there was a large and powerful fossil fuel contingent that rejected phasing out hydrocarbons, and on the other, a growing civil society movement that demanded a science-based timetable to rapidly end our reliance on coal, oil, and gas. COP28 started with hundreds of millions of dollars worth of pledges to the Green Climate Fund. Shortly thereafter, it looked as though COP28 was careening into a ditch. Early drafts excluded any mention of fossil fuels, and subsequent drafts provided no timetables for the phase-down beyond achieving net zero around 2050. The language of the final draft was adjusted to include a fossil fuel phase-down this decade, and net zero by mid-century. The agreement also includes commitments to triple renewables, double energy efficiency, and slash methane emissions. Given the fact that fossil fuels are the primary driver of climate change, a phase-down is welcome news. The The deal may be very long overdue, but it's nonetheless historic. After 30 years of conspicuously avoiding the elephant in the room, almost 200 countries agreed to transition away from coal, oil, and gas. This is the first time that a UN climate accord explicitly calls on states to move away from hydrocarbons, and as such, the agreement is groundbreaking and a turning point. While it's premature to herald the end of fossil fuels, it's fair to say that the beginning of the end may be coming into view. This sends a clear signal that the world is moving decisively to phase out fossil fuels, said Jake Smith, the Senior Strategic Director for the National Resources Defense Council. He added, it puts the fossil fuel industry formally on notice that its old business model is expiring. The results are remarkable when you consider how much control the fossil fuel industry has assumed over the COP process. COP28 was their crowning achievement. They brought almost 2,500 industry lobbyists to the event, which was hosted by a petrostate and presided over by an oil industry CEO. Oil exporting countries like Saudi Arabia and a legion of some of the best hired guns in the business resisted the phase-down and scuttled calls for a phase-out. According to multiple sources and leaked reports, the fossil fuel industry put their big guns to work by giving them a central role at COP28. This includes McKinsey & Company, the world's largest management consultancy. McKinsey not only works for oil majors, they were also the senior advisor to the climate conference. Keeping a fossil fuel phase-out out of the final draft was an achievement, given the size of the collective allied against them. At last year's Conference of the Parties, COP27, 
80 countries called for a phase-out at COP28, and that number grew to 106. More than 200 global businesses, 670 scientists, 100 cities, and 46 million health professionals also called for a phase-out. So while calling for a phase-down is an important step, it falls far short of the phase-out that many were fighting for. There are concerns about the language of the final draft. It's vague and it leaves lots of loopholes and wiggle room. The text allows individual governments to decide whether and how quickly they will cut their reliance on oil, gas and coal, and each nation is only asked to submit a plan of how they intend to reduce greenhouse gas emissions through 2035. While the draft asks countries to develop science-aligned plans for transitioning away from fossil fuels and energy systems in this critical decade, it also says this shift should occur in a just, orderly, and equitable manner. And in a way, that accounts for different national circumstances. This can be opportunistically interpreted in ways that preclude meaningful reductions. The draft also mentions ensuring energy security as we transition, which seems like an invitation to keep extracting hydrocarbons. Finally, the deal calls for an accelerated effort to phase down unabated coal, but it does not limit new coal power plants. We have reason to be skeptical, and not just because of the ambiguous language in the final draft. Global agreements have a woeful compliance record. The 1997 Kyoto Protocol failed to reduce emissions and wealthy nations did not deliver on the 100 million climate finance pledge at COP15 in 2009. We have failed to live up to the science-based emissions reductions agreed to at COP21 in 2015 and we did not phase down coal as agreed at COP25 in 2019. We also failed to phase down methane as they had promised at COP26 in 2022. While countries have accepted a non-binding agreement to phase down fossil fuels, the irreconcilable gulf between word and deed is exemplified by nations that are planning to increase the production of oil and gas. Many oil exporting countries are ramping up production. This includes the United Arab Emirates the host country of COP28. The track record of the fossil fuel industry makes it clear that trust is not warranted. For decades, they have proven themselves to be egregiously disingenuous. For more than half a century, they hid the truth about their role as the primary driver of climate change, and they launched wave after wave of disinformation designed to delay action. The fossil fuel industry spent millions to undermine science and seize control of academic research. Their deceitful pedagogical reach extends even to children's curriculums. They have also curated networks of researchers who conduct pseudoscience with the intent of maligning and casting aspersions on research they see as a threat to their business model. Although the accord represents movement in the right direction, Optimism is being tempered by mistrust and the urgency of our emissions predicament. So while the EU called for the final agreement 
to be the beginning of the end of the fossil fuels, small island states accused the COP process of completely failing them. This text is a step towards our path towards phasing out fossil fuels, but it is not the historic decision we had hoped for. Others were far less sanguine. They called this year's climate conference a disaster. Professor Mike Berners-Lee, a carbon expert at Lancaster University, called COP28 the fossil fuel industry's dream outcome because it looks like progress, but it isn't. What is clear is that there is an urgent need for action. To keep the Paris targets within reach, we need to see rapid and sustained emissions cuts. A plethora of reports indicate that we are moving in the wrong direction. To keep temperatures from exceeding upper threshold limits, we must slash emissions by 43% this decade. It is exceedingly difficult to imagine a pathway to emissions cuts of this magnitude without phasing out fossil fuels. The science is clear. Ending our addiction to hydrocarbons is the only way we can keep temperatures from surpassing critical thresholds. Failing to do so will trigger tipping points that could augur the collapse of civilization. COP28 was only the first battle, but the war against fossil fuels will continue. The winner will be determined by what comes next. Moving away from fossil fuels is a victory, but plans to ramp up production of oil and gas threaten to make the agreement meaningless. Whether this is the starting point of a fossil-free world or just another round of bullshit that delays a phase-out depends on us. To succeed, we need to see broad swaths of civil society working together to increase ambition and demand that words are met by actions. That wraps up another episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Change Oracle podcast. I hope you found it interesting, and if you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing. We'd love to hear from you, so feel free to share your comments. For a more detailed look at these and other topics, go to changeoracle.com. This is Richard Matthews signing off. Till the next time.